0: wake up wake up wake up Daddy! Wake
1: up, Mr. West, Mr. West. this is iris from seattle this is ray from chicago and welcome to the fatherhood arise podcast where we talk about fatherhood stuff catholic dad stuff we celebrate good dads here hey dads this is for you wake up, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. hey what's up welcome to the fatherhood arise podcast are you guys doing what's up everybody we're back, we're back, and it's awesome to be back. Ray, how are you, man? I'm good, dude. And even better,
0: you know why? Why is we got, that? We got a guest on, dude. Yes, we do. We this got is a exciting.
1: Guest we have a guest. That's If right. this is your first time to tune into the Fatherhood Arise podcast, uh, thank you. Welcome. We're h- glad to have you. This is where Ray and I talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff, and uh Usually it's Ray and I, but we are joined today by a guest. Ray, can you introduce our guest, please? Ladies and gentlemen, please. I'm just,
0: I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll stop.
1: <laughs> Welcome our guest, Khalil.
0: Uh, am I saying this right? Hey, hey, Hatar. Hatar, yeah. Hatar. Cool, Hatar. Okay, Khalil Hatar. Uh, he is uh, three years in his marriage. I can't believe it. He just actually just celebrated his anniversary. He has mm-hmm. uh, one kid. And two in heaven, and one on the way. Prayers up for Khalil and his wife. And he's from St. John. We're from the same parish, actually. And it's kind of a a funny story, but uh, this is kind of our topic at hand. But I'll tell you guys more about that later. But Khalil is from St. John, the Evangelist Parish, as the Pastoral Associate of Administration. So welcome, Khalil. How you doing, man? Hi, I'm doing
1: great. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Yeah. it's awesome to have you, Khalil. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of brown folks in uh, St. John, Indiana.
2: I think we got all of them here on the call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right on. Well, this is going to be a good conversation. And usually, at the first part of the show, we talk about dad stories—the real lives of dads. Uh, Ray calls oh. it dad venting, but we ain't dad venting today. We're no. celebrating. No. So, uh, I, fellas, I got a story. So I have a one-year-old and, uh, the one-year-old, uh, Tigo is what we call him. He's really attached to his mom. Like mm-hmm. he really needs his mom. And we did a bad job of sleep training him. So he cannot sleep without being near his mother. Right. But after mm. it's been a year and he still won't sleep through the night. So you can imagine my wife is, um, you know, she's pretty tired. She hasn't slept through the night for a year. Mm. So I said, Hey, look, um, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to, um, make sure that whenever he what? wakes up at night at and Go I'm going to take care of this thing, but like, he hates me. He hates me at night. He <laughs> loves me in the day, but he hates me at night. Cause, like will not, not. You're not mom. Because I'm not mom. So here's what I do. Here's what I do. I have be and this this has worked. Is I have begun impersonating his mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, my strategy. This. <laughs> this is my strategy. <laughs> is I impersonate. I'm looking behind me now <laughs> to see if she's looking at me through the window. <laughs> And uh, I impersonate her in the night, so I'll go. It's okay, baby. That's terrible and creepy. It's okay, (laughs) and it works. It works every time because if I if I if I just grab him like, hey, it's okay, it's okay, yeah, or like just try and pat him and. And like, reassure him with words, nothing. Like he just screams. But if I go, it's okay, I think he just
0: <laughs> I think he just freaked out, man, with that voice. Maybe that's what it is. He's like, if what that is... works?
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that works. I don't know if it's a compliment to you or an insult to your wife because I that... know that's
1: that's what I'm saying. I don't know. And, I was, oh, and she's man. like, is that is that what you think I sound like? I was like, I'm, I'm just trying my best here. i I want him to sleep. It's cool. Oh, so that's what man. I do. That's what I do now. Yeah. Hey, so that's my, that's my story. Whatever works, man. Go ahead. Small, small victories, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, let me see. For me, actually, for me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just use this platform to ask for prayers uh, tomorrow tomorrow will be the day that my wife uh, gives birth. Uh, it's it's a C-section, scheduled C-section for tomorrow. So pray for us. But here's the thing, straight up, not venting, but like, I, I was just talking to Khalil about this before we started recording. But I don't know about you guys. Have you ever talked about like writing a will and like that serious talk? You know what I mean? Uh, maybe a oh, topic yeah. for another time, but I don't know. I'm not ready for that talk. <laughs> so um, I'm not venting. This is real dad talk. This is, you know, life of a dad, life of a husband. But yeah, uh, our listeners out there, have you guys talked about it? Have you guys, uh, do you guys have a will? Uh, yeah. I'm a downer, man. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> you're leaving all your Pokemon cards to who? Uh, the
0: I, yeah i got none i got none of those but oh, that's yeah. too bad
1: people find
2: in the streets for those pokemon cards that's the real thing <laughs> yes, you them but yeah can we, you asked for prayers right can we say a quick prayer for you please can man we, uh, yes can we as can your do listeners, that let's, you know, let's do, do that
0: please yeah yeah
2: father son holy spirit amen amen come holy spirit heavenly father we ask that you send down your spirit upon ray mary grace upon their baby Upon all the doctors and healthcare providers that are going to be watching over them in a special way, watch over their children, keep them safe. Lord, this is a scary time, but it's also an exciting time. And so let them be present in these moments. May it be a joyful occasion these next 24, 48 hours. And hopefully, we get to see Ray again, baby in hand, all smiles. Ready to be tired, ready to be exhausted, but ready to take it on with your strength, your grace, and your joy. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Thanks, brother. Yeah, amen. Amen. So, yeah. How about you, man? How you doing, Khalil? (laughs) It's my
2: turn. All right, I got you guys a story here. I loved your story, Eric. That was a great story. So, my story, I'm just thinking, like, the thing that I'm gonna vent about is also the thing that I secretly love. Mm. And it's similar to yours in that my son, he's he's two, two in a couple of weeks. He still sleeps in between my wife and I, we did a terrible Ooh. job. And I'm not gonna say we, it's my fault, 110%. <laughs> she would have got him trained a long time ago, but it's like, I got a little boy, he'll come up to me, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I can't say no to that. You know, I'll be gone all day working, whatever. And I just want to come home and cuddle up with him. And he'll come to bed and he knows how to work me already. (laughs) And so he'll cuddle up between the two of us. And uh, I just, I can't say, go to your room, you know? So (laughs) that's the thing that I'll vent about. Because usually like 20 minutes into it, when he's asleep, all of a sudden it's like Royal Rumble on the mattress. His feet are (laughs) in my back. He's punching his mom in the (laughs) chest. It's like,
0: Yep, and how that goes, yeah.
2: So that, that that's kind of where we're at. I love it, but at the same time, I could do without it, but I'm not doing anything to change it. So I don't know where that leads me.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> that's Trump. great. You guys do that too, Ray, right? That's right.
0: Yeah, just recently we got the boys to their own room. Recently, I mean, like three months ago.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, My, I, I, I have a...
0: Uh, my eldest is 12 right now and uh, all the way down to two years old
2: oh, i gotta tell my wife i still got 10 years to go though. oh man yeah you know, yeah. To us. <laughs> yeah 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 well,
1: you know cherish the moments as you have them because yeah my 12 year old he's he won't have anything to do with me it's like Dude, that's what i say that's a fear that's what man. i say a it's a like fear. appreciate it now Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the longer you can hold them, like just hold them. This is uh, this is, these are precious times.
2: I got home from uh, the gym this evening, and it was around like eight o'clock. So I'm kind of long day. Had a decent workout. It wasn't the best workout, but you know, you walk in the house, and he heard me close the door, and he just comes running. Blah 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 blah. He got so excited. I got excited. We're like jumping and yelling in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> it's like those are the moments. Like appreciate yeah. that while it's still here because a day is going to come i just know where he's just going to be chilling on the couch like you're going to walk in nothing's going to happen Yeah, oh, man yeah that's right gonna come ask absolutely. him for Hey, can i get 20 bucks
1: <laughs> i know and then i say well you better kiss me on the cheek boy if you're gonna get yeah, you 20 go. bucks <laughs> this is all conditional oh man. yeah absolutely so- The topic at hand as
0: we transition over to the main topic. Here we go. The topic at hand is about friendship. But before that, I'd like to ask Khalil, our guest here, what does fatherhood mean to you? And I just talked about, you know, soaking it all in. I know you just talked about like there's that magic. I don't know. I don't even know if I want to put an age to it, you know, where all of a sudden they don't see us as superheroes anymore. But going back to that question, man. Fatherhood, what does it mean to you?
2: Fatherhood, to me, first and foremost, it comes from, and as I'm I'm reflecting on your question, I've got an image of St. Joseph in front of me here, and um, it means sacrifice, Mm. first and foremost. Like, everything that you do as a father comes from a place of sacrifice, And he modeled that so well for us, St. Joseph, in that all the words in scripture, you don't hear one uttered by him. Um, And his just willingness to uh, get low, to be humble, to accept God's plans and providence, and to live it out faithfully, it's all about sacrifice. And uh, Jordan Peterson, who I like, he was quoting um, a psychologist who I forget uh, who was in particular, but he's got a line, which is applicable to fathers. A good mother is one that fails. Mm. And I think a good father is one that fails. A good father is one that fails at protecting your kids in the way that the world thinks you should protect them and protecting your kids in the way that you think they should be protected instead of just sacrificing them to God's providence and will. And what Peterson says, sacrificing them to the common good, to the ultimate good. And so knowing that I can't just hold on to my son, there's going to have to be a point where I give him up, where he's going to have to sleep in his own bed, where he's going to have to go out into the world, where he's got to learn his manners, where he's got to do do all the right things that he might not want to do, but that are ultimately good for him and for the world. And so in that sense, I hope I can sacrifice and I hope I can fail. And so that, to me, that's what following means. I
1: love it. Yeah. That's a, when you, when you frame it in that way, Khalil, that's just a huge calling mm-hmm. just to, to do that kind of sacrifice to uh, teach, to teach in a way to teach our kids like the hard lessons and and, um, and to give tough love and and to let go, all of that is um, and teach them the values that are op- pretty opposite of society in general. Um, that thinks um, life is like self seeking pleasure uh, mm-hmm. versus self sacrifice. So yeah, man, um, it's a tall order to 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 be a to be a dad, and know you got to like stand in there when um, people are. <laughs> like people would doubt. And then you feel like, man, I got to fail. I got to fail at this. Um, But it's, it's in order f- to further my, my children mm-hmm. and to further the kingdom of God.
2: I've been fascinated with, and Ray, Harry's referred to cut me off because we're not on point here or on topic. I've just been fascinated with the idea of like um living a maximized life, right? And in the sense that you're living a life that strives for virtue, which is a topic that isn't really discussed, at least not popularly, and living a life that really, um, you know, Jeremiah 29, is a common biblical Bible quote that you'll see, right? I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to give you hope in a future. Um And so if the Lord can make plans for us, how much more should we make plans for ourselves? And to do so would require that we approach our lives intentionally. Mm. We approach our our fatherhood, our sense of duty intentionally. And we try to model to our kids by sacrificing ourselves the virtues that God wants for us, right? To to really be an icon, an image of those virtues to to not only our kids, but our wives, our friends our peers our our family and that's something that doesn't get talked a lot about these days living a maximized life yeah that's a that's a great point that you made khalil
0: it's about virtue building and this is actually the topic at hand that i'd love to talk about because i made a friend A friend in you, Khalil. I and I can't believe it. I know. Iris makes fun of me. Man, you've
2: got a friend in me, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. So straight up, I'll, I'll just say it. A good, a good friend of mine in New Jersey said to me, "You know what? I'm good. I'm good with like this group of friends. i do not to make. I don't need to make new friends anymore. Like, I'm good, right? So this is the the question I posed to you both. Now we're talking about virtue building here. I've come to realize that it's impossible to build virtue by yourself. Yeah, you know, you have a family, you have your wife, you have your kids. Yes, that's good and great. And you're building virtue there. But when I'm talking about like, I'm not talking about the the friend, the meaning of friendship in terms of like social media. Of course not. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about like some real friends that you can like look at in, in a sense, mirror yourself and say, hmm, am I? am i growing in virtue and then that that same friend would kind of ask you that same question like kind of pull you up and 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 say and this is what fatherhood arises about right to to kind of remind us of to to rise up in our our uh, great vocation as fathers but really building great virtues i think it's impossible for us to build that without friends so what what's your take on making new friends in this phase of your life. Cause to be honest, again, I'm being honest here.
1: I can go without making new friends. <laughs> okay. So hold on, hold on. So Khalil, I always what? felt bad for Ray because out there here in Indiana, go. and you know, he's not, he's not a native Indian Indianan is that what you call yourselves? Sure. Who?
2: Hoosiers. Hoosier. Hoosiers. That's right.
1: There you go. He's not a native Hoosier. He's like a, he's like a transplant. And, um, and he had a tight group of friends in new jersey where he's from and mm. uh, i would feel bad for him when he's out there because every time i talk to him he seems so sad he seems like he eats lunch alone in his car for some reason like just like not, I to not do putting himself that song. i yeah, to right. say
2: ray probably enjoys
1: that that's right yeah, he yeah. does he does <laughs>
2: but but so so you know it's what's great sad, to hear. i'm like What's sad is I'm probably in the same parking lot in my car. (laughs) See, see, that's why we connected. That's That's what I was going to say.
1: I was going to say like, did you guys peer over and see each other? And then you looked one car over and the Cardinals there also in his car by himself. Um, But so uh, great that he made a friend. Um, How did that happen? Like, how does that even happen these days that people make friends? How did you guys become friends?
2: Um, um, I'm a little
0: shy now. I don't know. I kind of embarrassed me in this question.
2: Did you guys meet at
0: church? No, I I remember we exchanged emails a while back, maybe a year or two ago. We're like, yeah, one of these days, let's have coffee. And then next thing you know, a year or two passed by and we're like, Khalil reaches out to me. He's like, dude, you want to have coffee? And I'm like, okay. And then, Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was like, Two, uh, two, two coffees ago, and we've all we've only had another like another chat. But there's just this connection. I'm like, cool. I I, I think this whole friendship thing can actually work. So yeah. yeah, I don't know if I said that right, Khalil. What's your version oh. of the story?
2: Uh, that sounds about right to me. I mean, I think. What was your
1: questionaries? Yeah, where did you guys meet? Did you like meet at church, or were you guys playing a pickup basketball game, or? So we, we both
2: go to the same church, I think, Ray, you mentioned that earlier. Yes, yes, yes. And that's a great place to find community. And I know for, you know, when you start getting into our age, um, which is crazy to think, because I was just like 18 yesterday.
0: Man, I'm 16 <laughs> forever. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know, bro. I, I tell myself that, but then I wake up with injuries that I didn't have. <laughs> and I went to sleep. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like... <laughs> um, yeah, so church is a great place for that. Church also has a way of like attracting some lonely hearts, which isn't a bad thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, so we go to the same church. And yeah, Ray, yeah, I remember, yeah, you did reach out about grabbing a cup of coffee. And that's that's all it has to be is just reaching out to people you don't necessarily get a chance to connect with because we'd see each other in church. But it was more of like a head nod and more of, you know, a what's up My from piece. afar. How
0: you doing? Yeah.
2: And just to say, like, you know what, I'm going to take a little time out of my day because it's important connecting with people. And what's really important to both of us individually is discipleship doesn't happen in a vacuum, right? And so if you're intentionally trying to live your faith, then you have to recognize that Jesus didn't go about setting the world on fire by himself. He called yeah. together 12. He sent them out by two. They went to 72 and they were able to transform the world. And so they went from 1 to 12 to 72 to wow. Like that's the impact that disciples can have together. And so that's what resonates with me. It's like, I need to not only just find somebody that I can relate to as a friend, I've got to find somebody who can walk with me and journey with me that's a peer in this thing called discipleship, right? Because disciples do disciple things. And one of the things that a disciple does is he seeks out other disciples. And so that was evident to me and Ray, like this is somebody who, He's walking the same walk that I'm trying to. Let's let's try doing this together. Um
1: Yeah, I love yeah, how you so, said that. Disciples do disciple
2: things. Yeah. That's so right. a, that's, a that's a shirt. A straight up how it should be. Yeah. Ain't that the truth, though? Like you can't be calling yourself a disciple. Like, brothers, I mean, Jesus, the last thing he said to us was to go forth and make disciples of all nations, right? He wasn't saying to us like, I want you to go forth and live your faith privately. Or I want you to go forth and live your faith, but don't disturb the waters. He said, go forth and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. Like, mm. Take that step to actually convert them, to bring them, to make them part of the family, to make them part of the crew. That's what Jesus wants each and every one of us to do. We're all going to do that in our own ways, which is fine. But what that, what we don't do is do that alone. We've got to do that surrounded by brothers and sisters who can help us achieve that. And so being a disciple, I got to surround myself by disciples, whether it's one, two, ten, 10, whatever. I'm an introvert. So for me, like I max out on friends. I, I can't do a lot. Ray knows that <laughs> about me. You're preaching to that's, the
1: choir here. Yep, yes, yep. all are of you, us. Are you, the,
2: are you the same way?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: So uh, and that, that's just a sign for other people. Like, If we can do it, believe me, I'm a hardcore introvert. If we can do it, you can do it. And it's important that you do it. And so you don't know where to start. Just look around when you're at church on Sunday, you know, spend a little time just investing in some people and God will make it happen. But that, that, that sounds like,
0: all right, again, being honest here, that sounds like, I don't want to like, like, you know, that, that, that's a (laughs) typical answer. And that was kind of my answer. Like, I'm just comfortable here. So like, what, what do we have to say? what do you have to say for, for, uh, fathers out there? Like, dude, make, make some new friends and it's all good. Like, like, what do you have to say to them to kind of, again, push them? Yeah, sure. Look up during church and, and look around you. Sure. That, but then there's that part. And again, that was me. Uh, no, thanks. Mm. I'm cool. I have my friends. I have my friends in Jersey. I'm good.
1: Right. Yeah, that's, it's hard. Cause, um, yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm also that way. I'm set. I feel like I'm setting my friends, but when I look around, I'm like, am I, am I really set in my friends? I mean, I'm set in my family for sure. And, uh, my family is a, is a tight knit unit and, um, and my extended family. But like, when I think of my friends, I'm like, yeah, cause I used to have like tons of friends, from all over and I'd always be out and hanging out with friends. But I've felt like as I've gone older, my circles have like gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. And I haven't pushed back against that. Like, um, and if I, I feel like if I allow that to keep going, it's like, it's just going to be me in there. Just like my whole world is me. And then I'll just have like this really selfish self-centered focus. Mm -hmm. So thinking about, Hey man, maybe I, maybe I've let that slide a little bit. Maybe I've let, uh, let those things, um, kind of just because of my nature say like, Oh, I'm going to just, I'm just going to let it be. I'm not going to live. I'm well, if they're, if they don't call me and I don't call them, then that's cool. Cause I got like tiny humans in my house that are mm. always around me. So it's not like I'm alone. Um, but yeah, I could, I do feel like my world kind of shrinking and, um, if you're talking Khalil, if you're talking about like being intentional and making disciples or like living it out and helping us to be helping ourselves to become better disciples, then I can't or I shouldn't just allow my my world to completely shrink, but I should also be reaching outside of myself.
2: That's a great um, analogy that you uh, you throw out there, this idea of like the world shrinking Cause as you get older, right? We each get busy, we move, um, we get invested in our families and our friends and our circles tend to get smaller. And if you are prone to introversion or if you are prone to just kind of you know, being a homebody or what have you, that even compounds that, um, that accelerates that shrinking of that circle. And you don't wanna get to the point where you become complacent with yourself and who you are in the moment. Friends help you break out of that bubble, being social helps you break out of that bubble. And so I just love that you threw that out there, this idea of like the shrinking circle, that that's not good because it's not gonna help you grow and stretch as a person. It's not gonna help you kind of like engage in conversations and test out your ideas and and hear other perspectives. And so, and have life experiences that are just gonna enrich you as an individual. We know like, uh, we know clinically that men with friends Actually do well as they age. Their health stays up emotionally, they stay, uh, they stay better off. Psychologically, they stay better off because they have friends. And so that's that's always a good thing. And having friends doesn't mean, I mean, we're not in high school, it doesn't mean that I've got another 20, 30, 40, 50 different, you know, people, and these are my friends. It's about having a few and really investing in each other. And Mm -hmm. so I just love that you threw that out there. I would say to your question, Ray, like. If somebody's on the fence, like, ah, do I got to make friends? I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would pursue that question because I think most people, most people, they want what's good for themselves, right? Whenever we choose, whether it's a good choice or a bad choice, we think we're choosing something good, right? Like even when we sin, we think in that moment that that sin is good for us and that's why we choose it. Um, so by and large we choose what's good for us and so what i would say going back to that idea of living a maximized life going back to this living life in its fullest as god intended for you that it is good for you to have friends like that's why you want to do it it is good for you to have people around you again it doesn't have to be huge but just to have people who you can speak into and who can speak into you and so that's where i would try to encourage people it's like and It might not even be me, like I'm not trying to be everybody's friend, but go out and find somebody who you can connect with, where you can, you know, relate to. And because again, it's good for you, but in pursuing that, you're pursuing something that is, that is good in and of itself. And so it's going to benefit other people. You're not choosing something selfish and saying, I'm doing this because it's going to help enrich my life. No, you're choosing something virtuous and virtue in and of itself rebounds to other people. And so you're enriching other people's lives by doing.
1: It. Yeah. It's not like you're saying I'm going to be your friend. So you're lucky.
2: <laughs> no, not at all. If anything friends tend to be a like family across to each other, but <laughs> yeah. Right. We're also a joy to each other.
0: Speaking of crosses as friendship you know uh iris man i've i've known this guy for for a, for a while for a while now we did as as we mentioned earlier we did um, missionary work together earlier before marriage right and i i think you know now now that we were uh in in this uh generation of like social media stuff right dude i got lots of friends i got lots of friends well i got lots of friends out there i got i got TikTok, tock i got like facebook i'm just I kidding got a lot of bots like bots <laughs> following me but but going back to my friendship with iris it's like before this podcast we were friends and maybe once a year we would like merry christmas man like text you know because yeah we we live in different parts of the world and we have a family and we're busy and all this stuff right but then now with this whole podcast thing, and I think one of the greatest gifts of this podcast is to reconnect with my friend Iris once a week. We were kind of, I'll say, well, I, I was forced to do it once a week <laughs> to check in with this guy. Talk about crosses.
1: You know. But
0: yeah, it's just, its it really is a, a great gift, though, to, to kind of check in with each other, to to um to, to make sure you know I kept my new year's resolution type of thing and he kept his although he doesn't like resolutions stuff like that right i i feel like that's that's a great gift of having that friend to kind of walk with you through this great journey of uh, of being christians of being disciples
1: i i appreciate that even all the the backhanded compliments there. <laughs> um, the so I guys, I just changed jobs. so now I'm in a new workplace. and um I had lots of good friends at my old job. um but now in this new job, I'm like, I don't know anybody. And I have to ask myself, like, well, am I gonna take the risk to make friends? Am I at, at my workplace and and how much how much of myself am I gonna? am I going to give to the other? But I'll I'll tell, I'll share a quick story. I don't know if any of my coworkers are listening to this, so maybe they are um, because I'm always promoting it. Um, But there was a, there was a person and, um, and at work and he was, um, he was talking about um, something kind of nerdy, something like Lord of the Rings and, and like like sorcerers and like wizards and stuff. And I'm like a total nerd. So I, I was like, I was totally vibing with everyone, everything that he was saying. And so um, in an off moment, I was like, all right, so uh, what do you think of um, Dune? And then we started talking about the book series Dune, right? And then we started talking about um, the Wheel of Time series and all these like fantasy series out after, after the Lord of the Rings. And I thought like, hey, that was like, it was a short amount of time, but I felt like we connected on something that we were both interested in and knew things about. And it was like, it was like a cool nerd moment. Later on in the day, he comes in uh, to my office and he's like, Hey, can I talk to you? And, um, and then he closed the door and then I got nervous and then he started to share with me something serious. Um, that was on his mind, uh-huh. and um, I don't think he would have done that if I had taken the the time to try and connect with him on like a a, a like not a superficial level, but like on a level where that was important to him, that he could mm-hmm. feel like safe and heard, and then that that initial conversation broke through to make an a, a real meaningful one. Um, and then at the end, we are like, I think we're going to be friends. And I was like, cause we we're like grown adults. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Hey, I think we're going to be friends. And did I was like, did you say that out cool. loud
2: or did you think? <laughs> yes, no, we said it.
1: We said, we actually at the same said time? those. Yeah. Then you made Your bracelets together. Like
2: crossed, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't like subtext either. <laughs> I only like text. Yeah. Wow So you said that and then And then I was like And he was like yeah I don't hate you So I was like <laughs> cool. That's
2: there a plus. You go. cool
1: man. Thanks I'm new Oh man So Wait, His
2: reply was I don't hate you
1: <laughs> Yeah yeah
2: That's hilarious he wasn't like yeah we're gonna be friends He's like yeah I don't hate you Yeah
1: <laughs> I, I thought I was But I, I don't hate yeah. you I think that man. was the serious conversation we we're gonna have He's like when you walked in I hated your guts you know, i that's not the first time I've heard that. So, oh, man. you know, that's all right. that's all right. Okay. So transitioning along here. Okay.
0: So what's, what, what's the takeaway here? What, what's the challenge? What, what are we challenging our listeners out there to, to start thinking about to start doing maybe what's some practical thing. And Khalil, you mentioned it, look around you, look around you in church. That's the best place to kind of make a friend out there. Right. So what's our takeaway here what's a challenge
2: i would say if i ever start challenging people it's like i have to be able to have done it myself Mm. and what's important first and foremost before you do anything especially if it's something new and it's something that you're the way you framed it a little bit earlier ray was like you're hesitant, you're not necessarily looking forward to doing it, but you know, you probably should be engaging. You know, if you're coming from any place like that, I would say that the challenge is to spend some time with the Holy Spirit and to ask him because he speaks to us in ways that, you know, can just blow our minds sometimes to ask the Holy Spirit, what it is that he wants for us in this moment in our lives and to be courageous enough to have a, to act it out, then to live it, and so um, yeah. I mean, practically, we can throw out like a bunch of different things. Like, uh, yeah, engage your church community, look around, try to find people that you know you think you might click with. Um, but I would say begin whatever it is that you're going to do by bringing it to God first. God should always be that first conversation, and not all oh, not the last resort conversation. God should start the work and not be there. If the work doesn't work out, we fall back on them. Mm. Uh, so that would be the challenge. Engage the Holy spirit.
1: That's a great tip. Yeah. And putting God first in everything, you know, the first thing that we reference in the morning that are with our prayer life. And when we make a decision or we make a choice or we ask for guidance, um, I'm, I think I'd jump on something you said earlier, Ray, that, um, it, with you and Khalil is um, follow through. Like if you're going to, if mm-hmm. you're going to like make a decision, then you got to follow through with that decision. Like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to commit to being a better disciple. I'm going to, I'm going to commit to being a better friend. I'm going to, I'm not just going to say, Hey, let's get a coffee. Let's actually do the, do, let's actually get the coffee and not leave it in, in the ether. Or just make it words so yeah
0: follow so, through which so have that second coffee have that second coffee then <laughs> that's right
2: <laughs> at a ray, later you're, date. You're, uh,
0: date
2: yeah ray you're gonna appreciate this so ray asked me to do this last week he followed up he he followed through with the text and i'm like yeah man let's do it awesome and i'm sitting here it's we're, we're at like 10 p.m central time we're about to get <laughs> get the conversation going 9 o'clock, I'm like, why did I say I'm going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> 9.30 is like, oh, man, do I really want to do this? That's just that introverted in me, right? Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah, that yeah. like How can I cancel I right now? Yeah, it's like, you know, how do I get out of this? But no, uh, I just, I knew it was something that was going to be good in the moment. Now I'm enjoying it. I'm loving that I got a chance to, to connect with you, Iris, and Ray always, like, spending time with you, so... But it's like you know, be be willing to follow through. That's a great tip, because you're you know you're gonna appreciate it in the moment, or you learn something new. But you you might actually hate that person, so you just stay away. <laughs> <them. laughs> but at least you'd know. At least you'd know at
1: you hate them. You know. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's not a question. It's yeah. a Fact.
0: Oh, yeah. Here, here's my challenge to to all of us. It goes to me as well. It's it's also. Yeah, let's make new friends, but also check up on your old friends as well. I'm I'm bad at this, you know. Yeah, I have good close friends in New Jersey. And I'm trying my very best. I'm trying my very best that maybe it's been two years now to make myself more available, you know, with, you know, raising kids and all that stuff. Like, I'm busy. But I'm trying my very best to be more available. So I, I think... For me, I'd, yeah, that'll be my challenge to reach out to those old friends, check up, check up on them genuinely, sincerely. How are you? And I, mm-hmm. I want to develop that. I don't know if you can develop such a personality, but I, I've, uh, I've met some people that have this personality where when they say, how are you, they actually mean it. Because for me, when I say, how are you, it's more of like, how are you? And then you kind of mm-hmm. walk past them. I don't know if that's an East Coast thing or what, but. I've met some of these people that are like, how are you? And they'd like sit down next to you and they want to hear your answer. I'm like, wait, what?
1: Those are those are called genuine people.
0: Oh, that's what they're called.
1: Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. But, but I want there.
0: I want to be that. I I I, I want to replicate that that personality in my life. So yeah, challenge. Reach out to those old friends and ask them, how are you? Nice.
1: I've I have a quick question for you two guys. I was talking with a friend, um, very very old friend, great friend of mine, and um and usually uh, we chat first and then I ask him a favor, right? They're like, Hey, how's it going? How's your kid? What's going on? Blah 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 blah. Okay, will you do this thing for me? I need help with this. And he was like, Okay. And then he said, Hey, I, I listened to um a podcast recently where, um, we do that kind of thing all the time, but it should actually be reversed when you call somebody and you're looking for them to do something for you. You should ask you, that should be the lead. You should do that thing Mm. first. And then after you get that out of the way, then you do the catch up and the friend stuff. What do you guys think about that?
2: Mm.
1: Is that something you would do?
0: I check myself on that because I, I I am guilty of that. Like I yeah, all right, truth be told, I just sometimes reach out to people when I need something, right? So I check myself. I'm like, dang, am I just talking to this person because I need something from them? No, can't be. Am I? Am I like that? So yeah, I kind of check myself
1: and I try. But do not you, to do you? But do you do the? the uh, yes, hey I do. Man, what's up? What's going on? Yeah, blah 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 small. blah. And then you—that yeah. wasn't the reason why you called. You you said, "Hey, can you help me
2: fix my yeah, car?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, when you do it that way, it just it kind of—not that it nullifies, but it kind of does a little bit. The whole first half of the conversation, right? It's like, okay, now we got to what yeah, you're yeah. you're calling about. Yeah. See, I don't like if I've I've been in that position one too many times where it's like, I need something from somebody, but I haven't talked to them in a while. Yeah. And so what I usually do is I, Ray, I like that, that phrase, like uh, check yourself. I'll check myself because usually I can figure it out without that person, Mm. but it gives me a reason to contact that person and just to actually check in on them. And if I can, Mm -hmm. I can usually make do without them, then I'll, I'll make do without them. I just don't like that idea. It almost feels dirty. Like I, I haven't talked it. to you in X yes. amount of time, but now I'm going to call you because I need you. Yeah. I can yeah. figure out what it is that I need, you know, but it yeah, but might be a way of the Holy spirit saying like, okay, time, time to connect with this person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's a way to be vulnerable, you know, to put yourself out there and, uh, and say like, Hey man, I I recognize your expertise and uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, and I sure. honor that through See, that's my buttering up, though. That's like, hey, look, man, I, I recognize your expertise in that. Will you help me?
2: That's going to be like, all right, I just cut
0: to the chase. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want? So, but, You're calling me. What do you want?
1: Yeah. So, so since I said that to you now, guys, when you need something, are you going to lead with that? Are you going to still do the same old thing? Because I you- had to think about that myself. I I We, me and Khalil were just talking about this the other
0: day or last week or so about small talk. Uh, I get the reason or the importance of small talk, but I'm like, at the age, I'm like, ah, just cut the small talk, let's just get into it, right? Like, let's dive into it. Yeah. So, I don't know, I don't know if it's an age thing or what, or like a transition for me right now, but I'm like, yeah, what, what's up, man? Tell me what you want, and then we can. Like for real talk, you know what I mean? Like, let's cut the small talk and let's just get into it. But again, I recognize that sometimes, in you know, sometimes in a conversation, you need that small talk to get into the the details of it. But I say, let's just get into it. Let's just go dive into it.
2: Yeah, I have to agree with you, Ray. I think um, I appreciate that you're Iris that you're sensitive to that. Like, where do you place that ask in the call in the in the conversation? But I'm the same way. I'm not a small talker. So it's like, if I'm calling you, I'm going to ask you for what it is. And if I feel comfortable enough to call you, then I don't mind asking you for whatever it is that I'm calling about. True. Yeah. And um, yeah, then I mean, if the conversation leads into small talk, it leads into small talk. But yeah, I guess I never really gave it that much thought. It's just I really don't call a lot of people asking for things, though. I'm 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 genuinely sitting here trying to think of the last time I had to call somebody and ask for something.
1: Oh man, you're a man of many talents. Then it just hurts being perfect. I don't know what to say. (laughs) Yeah, you got a great beard. You went to the gym earlier. You don't call people asking for help. My God, I don't
2: know, bro. You're rocking the beard pretty good there yourself. You
1: know, I'm trying my best. Oh man. With that Rain, side, well that's you we'll get
2: to beard right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get you to grow it in. A little I heard that broken. beard
1: straightener. Beard have you ever used a beard straightener? What yeah. is that? beard? Yeah, this guy with this beard at work. I'm trying to connect to all these people before I ask them for favors. Um ask was, for I was like, How do you how do you do your beard? He had like a giant beard and he was like, I use a beard straightener every morning. I was like, "What's that?" And it's kind of like a hot iron that he like runs through his oh, beard. Wow! Okay.
0: And then it kind of yeah. strains
1: it out, and then it like, and then it like tightens up throughout the day. So I was like, "I better. I'm gonna look into that. That sounds interesting."
2: interesting. Yeah, I grow a beard because I don't want to deal with it. So adding a strainer doesn't make That's
1: too much work. <laughs> no, I grew a beard to look good, hide my chins. Hey, it's working. I have a triple, oh, man. That's Yo, right. Khalil,
0: thanks so much for joining us, man. And Khalil, hopefully, was pleasure, awesome. hopefully yeah. you can join us some other time in the future, man. But uh, if we can ask you to bless us with uh, leading us into a closing prayer, if you may.
2: Would love to, would love to. And it's been a pleasure joining you guys. This has been an awesome conversation. So thanks for having me on. Thank you. So stand the, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Call down, Heavenly Father, your, your spirits to fill this place, to be with um, not only us, but our listeners. Yes. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. There is power in your name, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for placing this call to transform lives, to transform fathers. On Iris and Ray. Lord Jesus, may you just move men, Lord. We need men. Move them to be about your holy work and your holy will. Let it begin in them first. Lord, you are a God that we can say has walked in our steps. You know what it is to be a man, you know what it is to struggle, you know what it is to suffer. You know what it is to rejoice. You know what it is to relate to others. And so, Lord Jesus, we ask that you come into our lives and that you transform us. Lord Jesus, we ask that you come into our lives and you make us an icon and an image of your life and your love. When others look upon us, may they see you. Heavenly Father, when we look upon others, may we see your Son. And so, we ask that you bless us. With your grace, that you strengthen us, that you make us holy in your image and your likeness. Lord Jesus, we lift up to you our intentions. We lift up to you everything that goes unspoken in our hearts. And we give you thanks, Lord. We give you thanks that we can make this plea, that we can make this prayer. We are so grateful. We are so blessed. Mother Mary, wrap us in your mantle. Keep our mothers, wives, sisters, friends safe. Keep our daughters safe in your mantle and in your presence. Help them to grow to become the women that you want them to be. In your holy name we pray, Lord. Amen. In the Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: St. Joseph, pray, pray for us. us. Thanks, man. Thanks. fired up.
1: up. I just got fired up in your man. brand. Praise God. God.
0: Thank you so much, brother, for leading us into that prayer. And, yeah. uh, you know, in this part of uh, the podcast, we ask our listeners to connect with us. I'll start off with Iris. Iris, what you been up to lately, man?
1: Yeah, man, it's been uh, busy with school, but uh, you can check out anything I'm doing um, at my Instagram at called to rise. And you can check out my website called to rise dot O-R-G. How about you, Khalil? Is there, uh, is there any stuff on the internet? Where can, where can we catch you? How can we find you?
2: You know, Iris, I am new to social media, believe it or not. So nothing there yet. But if you check out uh our parish, St. John Parish, we have a whole media ministry and we oh, have nice. something called the Catholic Life Podcast. Yeah, so check out the Catholic Life Podcast, SJEplus.org, and then add sjeplus on Facebook, Instagram, all the good stuff for the latest Catholic content from SJ.
1: So can, can uh, people listen to the podcast off of the website or can they listen on uh, podcast apps or anything like that?
2: So um, you can listen on SJ plus.org. You can watch the videos on YouTube at uh, SJ plus, and then Apple, Spotify, kind of the big ones. We should be nice. there.
1: Nice. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah. SJ plus. Wow. Check that out for sure. Thanks, guys. Yo, that's that's my parish, man. That's my parish. Doing great so We're going to have man. you
2: both on. We'll have you both on the podcast. Oh, that'll, that'll be, be a
0: gift. Hey,
1: That'll be fun.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah
0: and How of course, you, continue to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Fatherhood Arise. Do visit us on our website, fatherhoodarise.com. And if you have any questions, any topic ideas that you have, let us know email us at fatherhoodarise at gmail.com again that's fatherhoodarise at gmail.com yo it's been a great conversation man I got good friends Bye guys I yeah, got good friends,
1: friends.
0: alright like God bless you guys peace
2: The, the Vatican national anthem no they have one yeah they've got one it's
0: is it short good It's it like two I lines mean,
2: I love the, the the holy father i love the vatican i spent three years in rome that is the fruitful song i've <laughs> really? ever really yeah what a year now <laughs> yeah, yeah you gotta pull it up it's 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 almost comical and i love classical music and that's what they're going for with that thing but you gotta give a listen for yourselves yeah
1: I don't know I mean when you go like top three uh, national anthems I don't think the US is in the top three national anthems or the Vatican
2: really I don't even know three national anthems
1: I I barely barely know mine pop quiz what are the national names oh man
2: that's a good question